Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. This is Bola Shokumbi. I'm the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance. The Clever Girls Know podcast is a podcast for women, offering a space for conversations around personal finance, business, life, and living. I'd love for you to subscribe to this podcast, and you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes. And if you love what you listen to, head on over to iTunes and leave a review so that other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. I'd also love for you to stop by clevergirlfinance.com. We have new content on the blog multiple times a week. We have over 30 plus free courses. Plus, when you sign up for a course, you can talk to a Clever Girl Finance mentor for free to get encouragement, motivation, or if you just want to have an open, no shame, no judgment girl talk. Finally, check out our YouTube channel. Just search Clever Girl Finance on YouTube. And if you don't already follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Clever Girl Finance. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. So perhaps you have found yourself in a period of overshopping. We've all been there, right? Those purchases add up and you look at your budget and you're like, oh my God, what did I spend money on? Well, a visit to Ban Island might just be the right approach to get you back on track with your finances. Do you think you need to go to Ban Island? Have you recently been there or are you currently on that vacation? We're going to talk about how to survive a shopping ban because sometimes we all need to be banned. So first of all, what and where? Where is Shopping Ban Island? Well, Ban Island, Shopping Ban Island is just a fun metaphor that is commonly used when you need to, you know, take a hold of your overspending, take a break from overspending and basically go on vacation to quote unquote Ban Island. It could be a few more lunch dates than you planned this month, an impulse handbag purchase, a new pair of shoes that you never planned to buy. And those are the little things and big things that can just take you off budget. And sometimes people overspend for a period of several months and they're like, okay, you know what? It's time to stop. It's time to break. And this is where Ban Island comes into play. So essentially putting yourself on Ban Island, packing your bags and your baggages and heading over to Ban Island might help you reset your financial priorities. And keep in mind that this is not a long-term vacation. Instead, it's a short-term reset, refocus so that you can get back on track. So let's talk about some reasons why you may need to visit Ban Island. Number one, the obvious one, over shopping, right? So we have just spent way too much money buying way too many things. And with the ease of online shopping, it's so easy to make impulse purchases at the click of a button, at the tap of a button on your phone. And so sometimes, you know, you find yourself over shopping and that's one reason why a visit to Ban Island is necessary. Number two, paying off debt. You may have a significant amount of debt that you need to pay off, student loans, high interest credit card debts, and you realize that, you know what, I really need to focus and pay a visit to Ban Island so that I can put this money that I have towards paying off debt instead of buying things that are derailing me from becoming debt free. You know, if you're spending $500 more than you should on shopping, this can derail your overall financial goals. And so, you know, paying off debt is something that you want to prioritize over shopping. Not that you never shop, but instead a temporary visit on a vacation in Ban Island can help you get back on track. And then you might also want to visit Ban Island to adjust your money mindset. 
Even if you are not overspending and you're not in debt, sometimes you just need a reset on the way you're thinking about money. A lot of times people spend money that they can afford and then they feel guilty about spending their money on things that make them happy or on shopping trips. And so sometimes taking a break from shopping to really just focus on readjusting your mindset from scarcity or lack to abundance is something that you can do on Ban Island. So now that you decided that it's time to visit Ban Island, we've packed our suitcases, we're ready to go, we're taking a break from shopping. Here are some tips to have a successful and amazing trip on Ban Island. Number one, you want to set a date as to when your vacation to Ban Island is going to end. As I mentioned earlier, you do not want to say you are moving to Ban Island. You do also do not want to build your house there, right? This is a temporary solution so that you can get back on track with your finances. You're not trying to restrict or punish yourself. Instead, you're going to set a timeline as to which you're going to spend on your shopping ban and focus on getting to the end of that timeline and not overspending, right? And this can help you stay motivated because you have that end date in sight. So when it comes to any type of restrictive financial game plan, no spend, ban island, you want to have an end date associated to it so that you don't get to, you, you don't feel guilty, you don't feel punished, you don't feel restricted. And then also so that you don't spiral, right, outside of what it is that you're trying to achieve. So having that end date is really important. Number two, give yourself breaks. So remember that you are human. You are just a human being and you're not perfect. Neither should you want to pursue perfection. And that means that as you're going through a shopping ban, if you need to give yourself a little grace, right, to pick up a coffee, to get your nails done, whatever it might be, depending on how you structured your shopping ban, it is okay to do that if that is what you need to help you stay on track. As I mentioned, the last thing you want to do is over restrict yourself and then get to a point where you spiral out of control. So if it's that you need to take a little break to, you know, get your nails done, do it and then come back to Bad Island. Number three, visualize your goal. So there's a whole point to this shopping ban to Ban Island, which I mentioned earlier. And so you want to have an end goal. What is your purpose for getting on Ban Island? Why do you, why are you doing this shopping ban? What are you hoping to accomplish? You want to visualize your goal. Maybe you're trying to save X amount of money. You're trying to pay off X amount of debts. You're trying to challenge yourself to do certain things differently. Have that goal at the forefront of your mind. Write it down. Put it somewhere where you can see it so that you know why being on Ban Island, you know why your shopping ban is going to be worth it. So you want to have that goal and visualize that goal and make sure that you can see it so you stay focused. Number four, plan a reward. So you set your date for when Ban Island is going to end. You visualize your goal. You know why you're doing this. Uh, it's okay to reward yourself, right? You might be doing a shopping ban because you're actually saving to purchase a big ticket item. Your reward could be actually purchasing that big ticket island item. And the good thing about being on the shopping ban is that it gives you time to really reflect and think on if you really truly want that thing. So that by the time you get to your end date, you decide if you're going to purchase it or put the money to something else. Um, you could also reward yourself in small ways for achieving that savings goal, that debt payoff goal as a result of being on Ban Island. Number five, while you are on your shopping ban, practice gratitude. 
the great thing about gratitude is, is that it reminds you of what you currently have, right? A lot of times people struggle with overspending because instead of looking at what they have, they're focused on what they don't have and acquiring the things that they don't have. So gratitude reminds you of what you do have. And as a result of being reminded of what you do have, it also um, helps to drive contentment. You have all these incredible things, you are happy that you have them, and it can help you feel content with what you have. Number six, as a result of being on the shopping ban, you can be more mindful. So mindfulness is a positive side effect of a shopping ban because a lot of times when we are navigating different emotions, many people tend to use shopping as their outlet. However, if you can find alternative ways to express that energy outside of shopping, it helps you stay mindful in the sense that you're being aware of when you're feeling the emotions that would drive you to shop. And instead you're putting that energy towards doing something else. Speaking of which, being on a shopping bank can help you find alternative ways to use your time. So instead of scrolling for hours on your computer or your smartphone looking for what to buy next, you can instead use this to spend time with friends and family, try a new hobby, or simply Netflix and chill. Tip number eight, you want to delete any saved payment accounts online. So one of the, the factors to success with shopping with the shopping ban is to make it less convenient for yourself to break your shopping ban. And one of the easiest ways to break your shopping ban is with, is with the one-click purchases, right? So go into your accounts, your Amazon accounts, your favorite retailer accounts, and delete your saved payment information to minimize the opportunity to break your shopping ban. Number nine, Another tip for success with the shopping ban is to visit Shopping Ban Island with a friend. So there might be that friend who is your shopping partner, who is your hype person. Whenever you go shopping, they're like, hey girl, that's a great dress. That looks great on you. Get it, get it, get it. You know what? Have that person come with you to Ban Island. Be like, you know what? It would be great for us both to go. Sometimes that may not work because they may cause you to break your shopping ban. And so you might decide to pick somebody else <laughs> who will actually stay with you. But it's a good idea to do it with a friend because that way you build in a sense of accountability. So pick someone that you know is serious enough to do the shopping ban with you. Number 10, if you are going on shopping ban alone, on a shopping ban alone, then have someone check in with you regularly. So find someone that has a accomplish what it is that you're trying to accomplish, someone who has reached that end goal you have in mind for why you're doing your shopping ban and, ha and just tell them, listen, I have this goal and I'm going on a shopping ban for the next few weeks, few months. I'd love for you to check in on me to see how I'm doing. Sometimes just having someone check in on you can be the reason why you do not break your shopping ban because they kind of catch you at that moment where you're feeling like, oh my God, I'm going to spend money. And they're like, hey, how are you doing? So it's a good idea to have someone check in on you regularly. And then number 11, build in consequences if you break your shopping ban rule. So let's say you decide that you're going on shopping ban for three months, but instead after two weeks you slip up. One of the consequences you can add is to extend your shopping ban or adjust your goals, but you want to have a consequence so that it's not just easy for you to not take your shopping ban seriously, right? You want to take it seriously because at the end of the day, you're doing this shopping ban with an intention, whether it's for savings, paying off debt, etc. You have an intention, a reason why you chose to do this shopping ban. So building some consequences so that if you slip up, right, you, you have a reason to readjust and 
ensure that you stay focused. One thing I want to highlight is that a shopping ban, taking a vacation to shopping ban island does not have to feel like a prison. And in fact, it should not feel restrictive. So the way you make it not feel like a prison and the way you make it feel not restrictive is by having an intention, a reason why, an outcome, a reward at the end that will motivate you and inspire you to get through the ban adjust your habits, improve your finances, achieve your goals, and then be able to continue with life and reintroduce shopping guilt-free without derailing your other goals. So it's not a punishment. It's not a prison. It's none of that. Instead, it's you acting with intention to achieve your goals. I hope you have found this useful and you've enjoyed tuning in. I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode, and I hope you enjoyed it. If you've loved the episode, but you don't yet subscribe to the podcast, you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes and head on over to iTunes and leave a review so other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. Thank you so much for being here and I'll talk to you on the next episode.